giving you a voice. Making it loud our own way. Welcome, Welcome to, to the fun. fun. First Updates Now FRC is produced in partnership with Stryker. Discover why so many first alumni and mentors are putting Stryker first when it comes to their careers. Visit careers.stryker.com forward slash first to view openings, internships, and co-ops tailored to those who are in first. That's careers.stryker.com forward slash first. And by the Blue Alliance. Keep up to date on all live and archived first robotics events and team stats at thebluealliance.com. And also viewers like you. We need your help to keep fun loud, live, and independent. Help us by visiting our Patreon to pledge your support at patreon.com forward slash first updates now. You can also support fun live on Twitch for a few bucks a month or by linking your Prime account for free and clicking subscribe. Hey everybody and welcome to Roast and Robots on First Updates Now. We'll be kicking back and having some great conversation with some amazing people in the community over a delicious beverage in our favorite mugs. I'm your host, Christina Tia from Wordplay All Day and FRC Team 125, The Neutrons. And our producer for tonight's show is the one and only uh, Super Duper Dad, Editor-in-Chief, it's Tyler of First Updates Now. So tonight we'll be talking to members of the Open Alliance. The Open Alliance is made up of six FRC teams from around the globe that are sharing their build season on build blogs with the intention of helping other teams in the community. Joining us from Wisconsin, he's a mem mentor on Team 2826 Wave Robotics. We have Eric. Hi, Eric. How's it going? Awesome. And then uh, joining us from New England, he's a current mentor on Team 6328 Mechanical Advantage and an alumni of Team 228 Gus. We have Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, what's happening? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, happy so, to be here. Glad to have you on again. So we'll also be premiering um, live on air the robot reveal for First Capital Robot in Three Days and their robot, um, the internet names... <laughs> Bob Ross, which I can appreciate on so many levels. If you missed any of these 60 plus videos documenting their progress, check them out on Fun's YouTube channel. That stream is pretty epic, so I'm excited to see the reveal video. Um, we it was also really have, good. It was really, really good. And uh, we also have some really good giveaways tonight to help raise awareness and funds for the fires that are devastating Australia. Um, FRC teams for Brush Fire Relief have started merchandise fundraisers. All proceeds will go to the Australian Red Cross. Um, and you can check out, there's so much sick stuff on there. You should head over and grab that now. Um, it's spearheaded by Team 971. And here on Fun, we've purchased three of the Friends Who Robot Australia stickers that I designed, and we'll be giving them away during the show. So let's bring on our producer, Tyler, to tell you how to win. Yeah, guys, if you're uh, new to fun and uh, you haven't won a giveaway before or you want to get on it, here's what's going to happen three times during the stream. Actually, during each segment, we're going to, uh, right before we do the Q&A for each one, uh, we are going to... Uh, Offer these up for giveaways on there. All you have to do is make sure you click the follow button near the top of the page. Stay up to date on First Updates Now streams. Uh, and then you're going to type in a keyword, uh, which, by the way, I just remembered I haven't thought of any yet. So we'll have to figure that out. So uh, as uh, we uh, uh, progress through the stream, uh, we'll do drawings. Like I said, three separate drawings during the stream. Uh, if uh, you do choose to subscribe and uh, help fund stay loud, live, and independent through that subscription for free through Twitch Prime or for just a few bucks a month, you're going to get five times chance to win. Uh, so just want to say uh, good luck for those who enter and uh, enjoy the show. We can't wait to uh, really showcase these awesome teams from the Open Alliance and talk about how build seasons are going with you guys. And we'd love to hear uh, you in chat. Let us know how your build seasons are going as well, too. 
Yeah, so we're already in week two, which is nuts. Um, and for those of you who haven't checked out the thread on Chief Delphi or heard about it through all the discords and whatnot, um, the Open Alliance came onto the scene at the end of December, literally on the last day of the year, and it introduced the six teams that would be participating this season. So unsurprisingly, 95 the Grasshoppers out of Vermont, who have shared their build season progress through a Chief Delphi thread or a blog for, I don't I can't even remember how long ago that long started. Long time. Yeah. Real long time. Forever. But they'll be participating, um, which is pretty cool because they've kind of spearheaded the whole let's document the crap out of our build season and show everybody. Um, along with them will be Team 319 out of New Hampshire, Big Back Bob. And then we have Team 2826, Wave from Wisconsin, obviously. Spectrum uh, down in Texas, 4481, the Rembrandts out of the Netherlands. And rounding that out, 6328 Mechanical Advantage out of Massachusetts. So Dave, can you talk to us about when this whole idea of the Open Alliance and really sharing the heck out of your build season came about? Um, and what was the ultimate goal between all of these teams uh, with this project? Yeah, so it's something that um, I've always been a big fan of as far as like documenting the build season and doing build blogs. Uh, I, I did a lot of it when I was in high school, so 2010 through 2013 or 14, I had helped document uh, 228's build seasons, and I used those to like eventually get into college. Just being able to show the whole engineering process was like a great experience. Um, and then doing that, I saw that it, it created a bunch of really good resources that you could share with a bunch of um, other people in the program. So when uh, a couple of people, Ty Temblay had uh, reached out and kind of brought up the idea of doing something like this uh, and talked a little bit about how beneficial it would be for the community and how with getting rid of bag, um, kind of having just an open build season, it's really not gonna um, take away from anything that you could do with your own team. Um, but if anything, it could really benefit to help you get feedback from the community and sort of help everybody out. Yeah, absolutely. And Eric, um, what did your team initially think of this whole idea? Because, I mean, obviously we try to keep things under wrap um, on our teams to a certain extent, but was it a really like unusual process for your team to, to think about how can we document and then openly publish like immediately um, your build season process? Yeah, so um, like, Dave said, I mean, the Open Alliance like just announced in December, but we, like, we've been talking about it in the group and the teams. 95 kind of came on late, but uh, for the last couple months and when to actually announce it and how we were going to do it and all that stuff. But uh, when it was first, like you like said, Ty, uh, you know, reached out and was like, hey, this is what we're thinking. Anybody interested? I actually pitched it to my students and other mentors because like we've been secretly open for years. Um, where like, you know, you're friends with other people on the team. So you, you know, you send them and ask them questions. They ask you questions. You send them CAD back and forth. We collaborated pretty hard with uh, the Hawaiian kids um, for a couple of years. Um, I mean, they named their robot Wave Rider in 2018 <laughs> because I legit sent them our entire robot CAD and they modified their robot because they liked what we did in terms of lifting other robots and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've, we've been open, but we just haven't been open open like this so this was you know we, we we created a new website and we launched it this this fall so this was kind of a another thing where we could throw a blog on it and kind of you know jump on this train and show that uh being fully open with everybody doesn't create uh you know you're not hindered like nobody gets a uh you know a competitive advantage by staying secret because everybody like 
I can show you my shooter, but if and give you CAD, but if you don't actually take the time to build it and iterate it, you're never going to actually know why ours works. So, right, and I think that's a really good point that you bring up. It's like you could just hand over, you know, a finished product, but until you kind of play around with it, um, you really can't just copy and paste onto your robot. So, yeah, do you I think? Mean the, oh, oh, go ahead. The, the cheesy poofs. I mean, the robots always look super simple. But they have amazing programmers, and their like, and their code is what makes their robots really good. I mean, obviously they're really good at manufacturing, and you know they have little design things that you don't see unless you really get your hands in there. But if you look at the robot, you're like, anybody can build that, but not everybody can build that. So it's like they could post their CAD right away, and everybody would just be mind blown, and be like, I don't know how we're actually supposed to make this work because I mean they had an elevator on a turret with an arm and it, it was just yeah you're gonna think of last year revisions like yeah. I would just love to talk to them to like get a better feeling for how many revisions of everything that they do every year yeah like, that whole robot cool. was a no last year like if somebody was like let's put a, uh, a wrist on an arm on an elevator on yeah, a turret such a I would have kicked the kid off the door but like you can go home now we're done yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's a really good point and what so in terms of um, like publishing immediately during your build season, how do you think that's going to kind of impact people rather than, you know, at the end of the season, 254 typically publishes their entire um, like tech binder. And there's a lot of other teams that release pretty much everything towards like the end of the season. So how do you think that this is going to be similar or um, really different in terms of, providing people with immediate kind of um, insight to what you're doing. And then at the same time, do you think that it's going to create, um, like, what what do you see it doing in terms of students taking a look at it and other teams? Yeah, so I, I think that it uh, it's beneficial for both sides, right? For us, we found that um, I never really imagined that this would happen. I figured we would, as far as um, getting a ton of feedback. So I knew we would put the, the build blog out, right? And people would ask us questions and want to learn more about it. But something that I found with like the immediately as we're building the robot is um, I sort of come to the realization that I think that we're going to build a way better robot for doing this than if we were, um, if we were having a closed build because um, we only have so many, so many resources with, with our team and we're still pretty young, uh, kind of had a major rebuild this last season. So, um, there are a lot of holes that we're trying to fill and go through, but all of, as we're publishing our stuff, we're getting a ton of feedback from other people being like, Hey, have you seen this prototype? Have you seen this team? Like this looks similar to this. Um, just getting that kind of feedback and that kind of understanding is something that like, uh, since we're so open to like trying everything essentially at the beginning of the season, the uh, oh god, you showed that video. That's I'm gonna get yelled at for that dangerous shooter. Um, it sort of it sort of uh, benefits us from the aspect of being able to get more more eyes on all of the products, so we can um, just sort of all of the things that we're not thinking about that are happening. People are pointing out, and if you take it. Um, as just good constructive criticism, then it sort of helps you get to a better end product, right? So it kind of helps both sides of it. So I think that that's something that I like, had I never thought of going into doing this, that has become apparent as we're getting like deeper and deeper into the build season, people are engaging with the blog more and the, the Delphi posts and stuff like that. Like that's, that's 
really big to me. And then for both sides being able to inspire some of the teams that don't have the ability. Um, so like we can cut sheet metal, like design it at nine in the morning and I can have it on the laser at noon. And being able to do like rapid prototyping with stuff like that makes a big difference. So being able to show those kind of like high level prototypes to teams that might not have those resources, I think is is really beneficial for, for everybody. And so in terms of, um, like I, I think it's interesting what you just said about showing other teams kind of the resources that you guys have. When you were trying to find like a group of teams that were gonna showcase their build season, um, did you try, like, you guys as a group, did you try to diversify kind of the the resources that each of the teams that are contributing to this have so t people can see kind of a range of, like, you know, this is what you can do with X, Y, and Z versus, you know, a team that mm -hmm. may have a, a handful more resources than... So I think that's more of a, a tie question because he was really the one that spearheaded bringing everybody together. Um, but I think it was just him putting it out. And for this this first year really trying to get anybody that was willing to do it right because it's kind of a crazy concept being like you're going into this competitive game why don't you publish your strategy and your solutions for the problem right so anybody wanted to do it yeah and i think i mean there were three teams in the list that are pretty open already i mean you got 95 spectrum and you got big bad bob and you know so those were three kind of like yeah let's do it and then like Pretty much everybody in the the open alliance talks to each other a lot um through various social media platforms so like we're in constant communication even before this open alliance thing came about and i think if like you watch spectrum over the years i mean from what they came from to what they are now i mean they're a perennial you know event winner now in the last few years in texas whereas you know three four years ago not really. So like it's this blog has helped them become better. And yeah, I mean, they're in Houston, so they're close to really good teams like 118 and, you know, other teams that are in Houston. But, uh, um, you know, but I mean, Texas is a big state, but, you know, you, you get to your arm in stuff. And but like doing this, like gets you exposure to people all over the world. Right. Mm. I mean, so uh, Alan posted that, you know, uh, Corsetto has reached out to him and Corsetto posted too. He's like, yeah, I've reached out to Spectrum and be like, hey, have you tried this? And, you know, you got Citrus Circuit, super secret. I mean, I talk to Corsetto occasionally and I, you know, try and get stuff from him. That's not good. Now we're <laughs> yeah, so we have a question from chat from Pinchy Boy. He said, are we going to be seeing a lot more robots that are copies of others this year? Is that necessarily a bad thing for the community with losing some creativity? What do you guys think? Um, I think that's hard to gauge right now. I don't think we'll see too much blatant copies as far as like entire robots, right? But I'm sure mechanisms. Um, something that we actively try and do every year is look at what the best teams are doing, right? And then try and correlate that to a game activity from the past. Um, look at how the best teams did it and then sort of do that. So I think you'll see a lot of like, oh, since we're publishing everything, like our cat is out, there will be some stuff. Um, but I don't think there'll be any like blatant copies. And even if there are, and like a team wants to openly follow our process and build with us as we do it and wants to build a twin, like I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed or insulted or anything like that, right? Because I think that that would kind of be a, a cool process and you can kind of, maybe they don't have the engineering resources um, that we're lucky to have. So being able to sort of make a bigger impact 
as far as like getting everybody involved in the uh, in the process and maybe ex uh, expanding their bound of what they were originally capable of. That would be cool. Mm, I would agree with that. Um, trying to read this person's screen name. It's uh, Holazola5818 said, thank goodness for 2012 and 2016 team CAD blogs, CAD slash blog slash photos this year. Um, I know on the Neutrons, we my phone has like our team Gmail logged in. And I would say in the last two weeks since kickoff has started, we've at least gotten about 15 emails asking for our like 2017 robot CAD. Um, how do you guys feel about, you know, we, we touched on it earlier, but kind of the, the idea of somebody feeling like, oh, I can just email these six teams and say, you know, I want you to email me this CAD like your your entire robot cat or something like how do you how do you guys feel about that because i know um something that i looked at on 1678 so we were talking about corsetto and how they're kind of secretive in their student handbooks we were trying to rewrite ours um they did have a pretty interesting part about um like you know the idea of ownership of um content and ideas and you know keeping that within the team until the team agrees upon a like good time to say, okay, this is where we're going to start kind of letting people know what we're doing. This is when we're going to start sharing video and documentation, um, which I think kind of parallels the idea of, you know, giving students the experience of like a, a business or like the engineering um, experience, like in the real world. So this idea of the open alliance where you're doing kind of the, the opposite, not just handing things over, but being really transparent. Um, do you think that there's somewhere where you can kind of reach a balance of saying, okay, like we're we're gonna give you like X, Y, and Z, but we're gonna hold off on like maybe the code or something else that makes mm. this mechanism like really, really good? Um, yeah. So somebody who signed like I signed probably three NDAs a week just <laughs> from my job because I work with so I work as a manufacturing engineer mostly with startup companies that do like new tech and stuff, and we help um, if they don't have the like the mechanical engineering stuff in-house, we kind of help them with their projects. So I definitely see like the the business portion of it, right, where everything is super closed. Um, but I, th I think it's kind of like a how we're doing it, where we're not just like really, I think the whole process of releasing as you're going through sort of the process, it makes the CAD and the code that is getting released a lot more beneficial, right? Because you kind of, instead of just looking at the end product, you kind of get the whole, the whole picture. Yeah, I think that's that to me is um, like the most exciting part of this idea of the open alliance is to see how each of these six teams really approach, you know, kick off to fielding your robot at your first event. Because yeah, like honestly, it, it really kind cool. of terrifies me a little bit looking at the other open alliance teams and like talking with friends and stuff who are on some of some of the other teams like I like I, we regularly collab with 2168, right? And we're trying to work with them on some type of like climber this year. So it's kind of tough to find the balance with, we want to be completely open, but they're closed, right? They don't mm. like their, their lead mentors have, have asked me like, try not to. And we've made some kind of like strategic decisions on right this process until we get to a certain point, um, mm. maybe until it's a completely flushed out idea that we know that we're going to utilize, uh, let's hold back that that mm -hmm. information. But that's probably like the only thing that um, we've ever run into as far as like not being able to 
um, like not being able to publish everything, I guess. Yeah, and it gets tricky too. Um, I know not everybody, obviously, in this group of six teams is part of a district, but about half of you are. So it kind of adds that element of, you know, you and 319 and 95 could very well be competing against each other, um, which obviously wouldn't matter for the three of you, but yeah, you know, yeah. how open do you want to be going into your first in-district event and stuff? So I, mm -hmm. I give you guys a lot of kudos because it is a totally different approach to build season, um, especially like looking back when we were in high school, it's like you had to shove your robot in a crate. We didn't have, yeah, you know, yeah. really nice high quality cameras in our back pockets and weren't mm. like Snapchat in our dinner and I really so like I know we're all over the country but at one point I would like as many of the open alliance teams together to play a match would be cool I'd love to do that that would be really really cool so I think oh, everybody ahead, but everybody but uh, Spectrum's uh, North Champs team so oh. all right we'll have to make it happen we'll see if we <laughs> can take go. over a practice field or something yeah somebody in uh, Slack says all right we want CAD from 125 20, 26 and 60 through 28 2026's CAD is on on shape off we have our 2012 robot uh 2014 might be there 20 and uh, uh, 18 17 18 19 are all up there so yeah so as we get more developed with throughout our um i'm going to be saving out step files so like we're going through and catting our our drivetrain right now so once that gets finalized and i start cutting the sheet metal then i'll we'll publish like subsystem by subsystem uh we're working in solidworks we're uh, didn't have the bandwidth to get fully trained up for Onshape. I wish we did. And there's not really an easy way to like actively publish stuff in SolidWorks. So as we go through the process, the students will kind of be saving off assemblies and, and publishing them. Awesome. So Onshape, you can actually just import native SolidWorks files. Oh, you really? have to do a step file and you'll get better detail if you do it that way. Assuming Maybe you I'll just leave. Maybe I'll just have like a as we finish sub-assemblies, put them into an on-shape file, an on-shape doc, and then just keep it live. Yeah, I'll look into that. I'll ask you about that later. <laughs> so, Shotties with two Zs uh, wants to know, does the Open Alliance also share all of their code? Mm. Um, uh, yeah, we will? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, it's all on GitHub right now. I don't. I don't know. That's not my. I'm a dumb mechanical dude. Uh, yeah, I'm the same. I'm the learn. same age. That was this. That was a bad question for us. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm trying to learn programming. But yeah, we'll publish it as it comes. I guess. I. I don't know. That probably would be sometime. I'm sure is watching this right now. Like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, if people do want something specific from the Open Alliance. I'm sure if you hop into Chief Delphi, there are so many great threads. You can hop in and kind of add a comment, and I'm sure yeah, any of those teams would hop in. So right now we're going to start one of our giveaways. So Tyler, why don't you hop in and talk about how we can win stuff and throw rigged emotes out there. Yes, lots of rigged emotes in chat, of course. Yeah, um, guys, we're, we're uh, actually trying to raise some, raise some awareness for the uh, FRC teams for bushfire relief. So Fun has purchased... Uh, three of these Friends Who Robot Australia stickers uh, from uh, actually Christine designed these, which are awesome, by the way. So uh, so we're going to be giving these away. Our first one, we're going to start the giveaway for them. We've got a couple questions, uh, and then we'll draw for our next giveaway. So if you're interested in winning this, uh, type in the keyword bushfire relief. Uh, that's well, two words, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in is there it, just so everybody knows. Well, is I, it bush I, or brush? 
Oh, okay, so it says FRC teams for bushfire relief. So I did bushfire. Okay. That's what I did. Um, so uh, so how, how I just put it in the chat is, is what it's going to be. So bushfire is one word. Relief is the second word. I'm just taking how they put it in the uh, in the doc uh, for there as well, too. Uh, don't forget, if you do subscribe, uh, you will get five times chance to win. Uh, but once again, guys, we're really doing this because we want you to raise awareness. If you're interested, uh, go over. We'll have, we had a link post in chat earlier. Uh, I think we have a link post in our Discord as well, too. Uh, go there, and uh, you can learn how to support by getting some cool team merch. Proceeds are going to the Australian Red Cross for that. Uh, so go ahead and please donate uh, to that by purchasing uh, their merchant apparel, that sort of thing like that. I mean, you guys are welcome to get stuff to us. If you have, if you really want to go specifically to them, uh, we will donate on your behalf. That's totally fine. Uh, but uh, with that said, uh, go and get some team merch for yourself, and then the proceeds go to the Australian Red Cross anyways, uh, which is super cool. Hey, uh, before we uh, – we have a couple giveaways uh, – or before we have a couple questions and do the first giveaway, uh, we are going to start talking about our sponsor for the show, uh, which are our friends over at Striker. So – so, uh, guys, if you haven't heard, Striker has really stepped it up big time to help first updates now say Love Live Independent. And you know what they want? They want great employees. And they have realized that people from first are awesome and they want to be able to employ more people from first and help them in their first journey as well, too. So, get this if you're uh, in college, uh, if you're about to enter college, or if you're looking for a great new career or looking at expanding your career later on, Striker is here for you. They are looking at uh, bringing in people who are super passionate about it, leading medical technology fields. Uh, want to pay them top dollar and then also want to help them support them being in first. So if you are an active mentor on a team, you're an active volunteer on a team, Striker will support you uh, as an employee as well too. That's a pretty cool thing and not a lot of employers do that. Not, not a lot of employers get it. So if you're interested in finding out more uh, about these awesome careers available, go to careers.stryker.com forward slash first and you can view career openings uh all around the world uh striker is obviously very big in michigan uh but they are all around the united states with jobs everywhere so go to careers.stryker.com forward slash first to find out what careers might be available for you and thanks again striker for keeping fun loud live and independent as well as all the other great people who are helping support us i know we just saw a lot of bits come in uh from red leader 342 uh red leader 342 also giving out five uh tier one subs to help uh people uh win that giveaway so red leader really stepping up his game uh as well too so thanks for that red leader real good yeah so just to I, I know everybody's like social media feeds have been flooded with everything going on in australia but um, i was talking to sarah heimlich on around kickoff and she was saying that you know it just to put it into perspective for people that are in america um a area the size of west virginia had been actively burning at that point and when you overlay a map of australia to america it is just as big if not slightly larger so the the severity of everything going on there is just absolutely insane so you know if you're looking to help and you want some sweet swag in return for that um head over to that link that tyler's been posting if you want to know more you can head over to 971's facebook page they've been posting about it so do whatever you can to support them um and we're gonna hop back in we have some questions from chat um uh, Olazola5818 said, uh, would love to hear what some of the host's opinions on great products in comparison to the Open Alliance information sharing. All right, I'll take it. I mean, I don't have any problem with it. It's still, like I said before, like it's been designed, but you, it's not a finished product. You still have to use it and test it and learn it and tune it. So... It, and it's going to make teams better. Like Open Alliance is all about trying to raise the, you know, raise the floor, you know, 
So I think this helps. Um, I definitely don't want to lose an event to worse teams. I'd rather lose events to good teams. And if this makes teams better, I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. And to speak to that, um, I think we've been seeing more and more kind of collaborative platforms and kind of sharing of information to get everybody up to speed because I personally can't imagine being a rookie starting in this day and age in the FRC community. So it's it's really cool to see how, you know, different groups of people are trying to make sure that everybody at least has some level of competitiveness. Um, and another team doing well, they're going to be your alliance partner at some point. So don't want crappy robots. And uh, Connor McBride wants to know, where's Dave's bucket hat? Great question. True. That is a good question. You're on mute. Sad. It was because I was typing back to the students that were yelling at me that I was questioning whether or not they were going to release the code. They said yes, they were going to release the code. Um, <laughs> it's literally every time I have a bucket hat, somebody comes up to me and is like, wow, how do I get one? And then I give it to them and then I, I don't have one. I probably got like five at the beginning of last season and then they're all just gone. So if you want one and you're at, you see me at a competition, just ask and I'll more than likely give you the one on, on my head. Pass. <laughs> That's like no. real nice, real nice, but it, real gross at the same yeah, time. Yeah, no, I, I wash my uh, hair. You know what you, uh, yeah, you wash your hair, but that, I don't know. Like, no, that's like taking somebody's socks. I'll pass on that too. Yeah, as an elementary school teacher, I know better than to take somebody else's hat and put it on my own head. Yeah, you get lice that way. Eric, you don't want to wear my hat? No, thank uh, no. you. I've washed it maybe once in like three years, so, you know, it should be okay. Oh, yeah. so gross. All right, and we're going to move on to... Uh, <laughs> Share a hotel room with you, dude. Yeah, I don't want to talk about yeah. yeah, when I'm not at work, I try to not think about germs. I try not to be... Exposed. I don't know how you're not sick, like, every single... like. Just working with the high school kids, I am sick all of the time. You build an immune system. Um, really? I basically work in a Petri dish, so it just, like, strength. It, it sucks at first, and then you get, like, really, really strong. And then when you get sick, you get really sick. So, yeah, good times. But, Tyler, you want to do our first winner tonight? Yeah, we can draw for that. But And, by the way, I actually did get a new hat recently, Connor. Just saying, Connor, who's glad he didn't put my hat on this past weekend. So, it's new. So, I've worn it maybe only, like, ten times without being washed. So, Oh, how do you wash hats? Just say, all right, we'll move on. All right, Put so the dishwasher, actually. I don't know if I can do that with mine. Um, so uh, we're giving away a Friends uh, friends Who Robot Australia sticker. Uh, once again, fun is buying these to help uh, support uh, the uh, bushfires happening in Australia or the massive fires for that. We'll have two other giveaways for this, too, throughout the stream. Uh, just as a heads up. So we're going to draw for this pretty quickly, uh, and then we'll have more, more giveaways a little bit later. Uh, the winner of this is going to be Shelby A. Congratulations, Shelby A., who is a yep subscriber. Uh, so you know what that means. Lots of redeem modes in chat because we've clearly rigged it for Shelby to win. Uh, by the way, uh, we are a little bit behind on following up with some giveaways as a heads up. So uh, with, with kickoff starting, I know suppliers are a little bit behind. We're a little bit behind on information. So uh, do expect a little bit more delayed time in these things. But if you don't get stuff, please feel free to reach out to me uh, and, and I'll get those out to you. But congrats, Shelby. And we'll be uh, giving away uh, more uh, uh, of these a little bit later on during the show. Bucket hats. Do you want a bucket hat to give away? Sure. We'll do that later as well. <laughs> Unworn. <laughs> Unwarned, then no. Um, <laughs> we just want lots of sweat and lice in it. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna hop into uh, our next topic, which is gonna be how, like, how has the season been totally different for your team, or what were your initial reactions to 
how to approach this year's game. I know, Dave, you talked about it a little. Well, you talked about your initial reaction when we went on and talked about mm -hmm. the game after kickoff. But, um, Eric, why don't we start with you? So with um, being super open, what has your team kind of done so far and where are you guys headed? I mean, we haven't really changed anything. Uh, the openness is kind of all me. It all flows through me. Um, at this point, just because, I mean, we are a very young team this year. Um, we lost a lot of, you know, a lot of knowledge in seniors last year. Um, so, and we got, we got a bunch of first years. So we're very young. Um, I don't, I, I feel like we're behind uh, overall, but I mean, we're not any farther behind than we were last year. And had we not lost seven build days to uh, school closings for weather, we would have had a robot built at the end of week four. Uh, so that's still our goal this year. Um, we're, we're, we've got a lot of strategy things. We, we talk a lot and we, we theorize game matches and we sketch out different uh, robot configurations. Um, there was only like two robots last year that we didn't sketch out why. So like 4613, uh, the Redback, Parker Redbacks, like that robot came out of nowhere. Like that was not something we thought of. But there wasn't really another, and then two two fifty four. I mean, a wrist on a arm yeah. on an elevator on a turret. Like, no, no, we didn't think about that because that's just outside of our capabilities. Um, but our overall strategy that we're kind of leaning towards is actually up on the screen right now, kind of in that uh, in the, the red sketch on the left side. Um, it's uh, a tower, a shooter tower in the middle. We're tall intake both sides. Um, we're we're looking at various different methods to uh, intake. So like we're looking at like 125s intake, been looking at um, 1986's carousel thing from 2017. We've been looking at uh, 217's uh, 2006 uh, intake, which uh, the Rembrandt's uh, 4481, who is also in the Open Alliance, they they have uh, graciously shown all their awesome videos of their their prototypes doing that. We're looking at that too. I mean, there's there's a lot to fit in. An area of robots so like we're prototyping we don't have a like really a direction yet it'll come soon and then once it's done once we're decided i mean it's it's all hands on deck uh I, we had a team meeting earlier today and i said saturday is is catathon day so we meet 12 to 6 on saturdays it's going to be six straight hours hopefully of cat so hopefully by the end of day thursday we have a direction and we're just going to hit it all cylinders go so Awesome. Uh, what, what Tyler's showing right there, that's actually our 2012 robot being controlled by our 2019 robot. Um, our programmers are working on vision to control a turret because we'd like to always be, like our thing right now is to play the front court in the game and can keep the perpetual feedback uh, of scoring balls and then having the other alliance be have so many balls behind their player station that they have to just dump them on the field and we just pick them up and keep scoring. So we, we've come up, like we've figured out a range in the front court where for the same shooter hood, the same shooter hood angle, the same theoretical uh, wheel speed that we can never have to change anything. And so just turn on the robot and as long as it can track the goal, we can score from a pretty big area. Theoretically, obviously, because I mean, it's a lot to choose and it's not even in the end of week two yet. Right, but it sounds like you guys have made a lot of progress and I'd imagine, you know, with people publishing so much from 2016, uh, 2012, and 2017 that's out there, I'm sure it's made 
kind of narrowing down your approach to doing different tasks a lot. Oh, oh yeah, we powered up our 2012 robot, uh, powered by the 2019 robot, and it powers the intake and the, the tower and our shooter, and it can play this game. So, like, if you're wondering what you could do to, like, play this game, like, our CAD for 2012 is on Onshape. You can download it. You can tweak it to play with the slightly smaller ball from because it was a bigger ball in 2012. And this and our 2012 robot will play this game probably really well. Nice. And is there a place online on the Wave website or somewhere on your build blog that people can find that link? Uh, yeah, in our build blog, uh, I linked in our first official blog. It talks about the various robots that are on uh, Onshape. And you can actually search Onshape in the public FRC 2826. And it should pull up anything that we have public, which should be pretty much everything. Epic. So Dave, where are you guys right now? What is your strategy or approach to this game? Um, you guys have a relatively young team still. This is what, the fourth or third season Mechanical Advantage has been around? You're muted. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Still new to this. Give me a break. Um, I'm very, I'm very tired. I think this game is, uh, for the first time in a lot of years, I'm I'm laying in bed at night trying to like visualize all of the different options, and I'm struggling just because I think that the, um, like I think it'll be fairly straightforward shooting the ball, right? And I think it'll be fairly straightforward picking up the ball with an intake, like a 125 style, like extend out, pull up over the bumper. Um, but then once you get it into the robot, I I have like a lot of concerns that there's going to be a lot of issues trying to figure out the best way to package it and the best way to get the balls to move together efficiently through um through the through the uh, the whole system. So we're playing with right now. We're completely torn between two ideas. So we thought we had it where we were going to go with like a 2012 um uh 2012 254, just like a little elongated with uh, an extend out 148 style intake that just slid straight out somewhere to 125s and um, and then have some the shooter go up. But then the more that we play with it, the more that we get scared of as the balls travel through the tunnel, right? You experience like the balls just stick together and then they jam everything we do. They just jam. So we tried to show it a lot with our the videos and the prototypes. And right now we're putting together um, I'll post some pictures and stuff up right now. But if you scroll, Tyler, if you scroll all the way down to our Delphi post, on our Delphi post, there's, um, so we're working, so we, we have the 254 style, and then this is something new that we're trying to figure out. If we can pull it up over the bumper and then um, kind of very easily just run it around this to make the path that's inside the robot as simple as possible. Um, but we're not really sure. We're gonna do more prototyping. I'm a little worried because I talked to some of the some of the other teams. Like, uh, like I said, we collab with the Falcons all the time with uh, 2168, and I go down there, and they've got, like, they've got it right. They got it, and then, um, but it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. But I think it's gonna it's like it's at that point where it's just about to come together, and um, so we're we're really heavy on. WPI college students as our mentors. Um, I think we have six or seven of them and classes start tomorrow. So everybody will be back in the shop. This will be the first time for the season. Like obviously we communicate through Slack and, um, and messenger and stuff, but this will be the first time that we'll get to um, 
sit down and go over the, all of our design requirements that the students came up with and sort of make sure whatever we end up with um, sort of hits all of those and then really pump through a lot of prototypes. Um, so I'm hoping by Saturday and Sunday, I'll be able to get in the shop with the CAD team and just do like a nine to nine on Saturday and a nine to nine on Sunday and just be cutting sheet metal next week and praying. <laughs> Sending thoughts. So yeah. um, Creature said, I personally love Open Alliance and such. I know Spectrum's build blogs are what really got me into mechanical stuff as a student. So props to you guys on that. Um, so it's it's really cool to hear that you guys are kind of sharing your your like successes and struggles so far during build season. Um, I think this whole experience of sharing everything that you're doing, especially when everybody's running into these problems of like game pieces sticking together, like you you get one part really nailed down, and then you know the next piece you're just like, yeah. oh, what do we do? So it's I think for teams being able to see you guys get through that frustration and get through the problems that they may be running into and they're like, okay, well, you know, screw it. We're just not going to deal with that anymore. Um, it'll help kind of push them forward to see that, you know, everybody gets to a point where there's like, oh crap, like really don't know what to do here. But yeah, that's like the trend, the, the normal thing, right? I, I, this happens every build season that I'm a part of. You kind of get to this point, like week two, where you're like, oh God, are we making the right decisions? Like, are these prototypes really going to be, um, like really make some good decisions and everything, or are we making good decisions with the prototypes, which ones we're picking to implement in the final robot that it's actually going to be like good, or is this thing just going to be a cinder block? Like <laughs> I'm having those moments the last couple of nights. Um, oh. and I think they're, yeah, I'm sure most others are too, but I think that that's every day, like, man, every that's day. always last... like the wall, right? Like when you're running, you hit the wall and then you kind of like pass right through. So I see yeah, the my... end of the light of the tunnel, however small it may be right now, it's coming up. So I'm excited to have that process documented so that I can remind myself next year when I'm going through the same thing, I can look back on this year's blog and then be like, oh, like this is normal. This is literally happens every single year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every uh, every year we go through the same thing. I mean, last year was week two, and we had all these sketches and theorizing what type of robot we should do. And, uh, like, as mentors, we didn't want to just build the previous year's robot because, I mean, 2018, 2019, you could have built the same robot and played the game. And uh, But then we were like, this is the best engineering lesson that we could possibly do. You take the lessons learned from all the terrible things that happened with our robot last year, and we approve upon it and we make a better robot. And so we had a good hour conversation with, I mean, a big group of students and everybody on like, this, these are the routes. Like we have these 20 sketches of various ro robots that we could do, or we could just pivot and build, you know, looking at last year's robot, we could build that and make it better. And so that, that was our wall last year. And this year our wall has been getting game pieces. So like we've had one game piece until this evening. So like we have all the we've had these shooter prototypes and we've had these intake prototypes, but we're only intaking one ball. And I refuse to move beyond the prototyping until like we're playing with the amount of game pieces that we're gonna have in a robot. And so like kids are like, I'm done. Like they're like, we're on intake iteration four tonight. And I was like, I haven't seen a single intake that has worked because we've only had one ball. So like we just got 24 balls tonight. So I feel like we're way behind. And Dave keeps posting all these 
blog post and I was like, oh, I got to match this, but I have nothing to post because we haven't, like, I feel like we've been stuck since last Tuesday. That's so funny because I look at 4481s and I look at Spectrums and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. like those geniuses. It, it's, a, it's a tiny competition. I was like, oh, I got to have more views than this team and I've got to have more likes than this team thing. and I've got to have all this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm, we're at a point on Wave where like, hopefully tonight is like, just snowballs from now that we have, you know, more balls to play with that it just it snowballs and like I have more stuff to post on Friday or Saturday when you know we have a direction hopefully yeah and to the point of uh, game pieces it would be really nice if we could all somehow get game pieces a lot easier than from one supplier yeah. so we can actually know what's going on there's but. that and then we have the, this you know international teams are at a disadvantage and they are because like I mean the Rembrandts didn't get their kit of parts until last Thursday evening our evening, so they're Friday morning, right? But they were able to use their half their first round, first choice points to get more balls. So they got in their kit of parts five balls. I would have gladly taken that deal as a, you know, a non-international <laughs> team because first round, first choice is usually full of stuff that you don't like. I saved all my points for second round because the way the, you know, the bill of materials yeah, and call list rules are that <laughs> it's better to save them for second round. I'd gladly take half my points first round for extra game pieces to know that I have more, especially in a game like this where the balls stick together way more than they did in 2012. So, I mean, we got the ball, we're like, oh, that's no problem. This is 2012, let's just build 2012's robot. And then we started talking to all these teams that had more balls right away, and they're like, oh, no, they stick way worse. So yeah. I've just been in, like, this holding pattern, and I, all my students are like, can we do something else? I was like, no, you can keep making prototypes. <laughs> like, you don't, we're not doing anything but prototyping until we get more detail. So... Understandable. All right, so Tyler, we're going to um, hop in and talk about our next giveaway. So why don't you go ahead with that? Yep, so we're going to be doing uh, starting another one of our giveaways. And we're running a little bit behind, guys, so these are going to go a little bit quicker uh, than the other one. So once again, friends uh, who are about Australia Relief Sticker, uh, please go help support uh, all the teams that are helping uh, raise funds for the uh, Australian Red Cross. Uh, we'll put that link in the chat once again. If you're interested in winning, uh, type in Help Australia uh, into chat right now. That's your opportunity to win uh, for that. And, and I'm just going to jump in for the next thing. Before we uh, move on, while we're uh, letting people uh, win uh, – hopefully win this and don't forget make sure you click that follow button or if you want uh five times luck go ahead and subscribe help fun stay loud live and independent uh we're gonna actually show off the reveal for our uh robot in three days first capital team uh so really cool stuff it was a awesome event uh guys we have over i think over three hundred thousand views on youtube uh on this content and uh so if you haven't seen it yeah it's awesome so lots of cool stuff over 60 videos detailing a lot of different steps and processes hopefully uh, we're we're finding people are finding this very valuable so make sure you go check that out but let's check out the full reveal of this robot premiering here on fun i'm hannah montana and you're watching disney channel Bye. 
So that was pretty epic. Um, I am still blown away by the amount of like just stuff that this group was able to get done in the amount of time they did. So yeah, it's so crazy. Blows my it was mind good. Every and like the the two minute like uh, uh, behind the design videos that they did a bunch, I think is the the real benefit to this. And yeah, they posted CAD and you can learn stuff. But like the the you know we're we're gonna deep dive into each each thing we're learning as we go along in three days, I think is the, the true value of this because while, yeah, they build a robot three days and that's really cool and all like the, the robot isn't what RI3D should be about. It should be about, you know, learning as much as possible to help all those low resource teams and all these other teams who might not have the ability to like really prototype stuff that they can learn through these videos and the documentation. And I think, this this team capital was one of the best RI three Ds that we've had since twenty fourteen. Yeah, I, I think totally watching agree. that video of all five balls going in and like a nice line into the, like I probably watched that video like three dozen times. So cool. <laughs> all those views on the fun YouTube channel. Yeah, it's just daily <laughs> repeat. Yeah, just staring intently at the screen. All right, so for those of you who may not be up to speed on your build blog reading whether that's the six the six teams on the open alliance um we're gonna get into that in a minute but we're gonna draw for our giveaway because everybody loves winning stuff even before the season actually kicks off with competition so tyler why don't you pick a winner and yeah everybody get we'll do this real deep. quick and we're actually just gonna start the next giveaway right away too uh, since we're wrapping up on time so help australia was the keyword in the winner is TJP503. TJP503, congratulations. Not a sub, by the way. You can win without being a subscriber. It happens on occasion. So uh, so congratulations. Make sure you uh, message first updates now, either on Twitch or on our Discord, and that's your opportunity. Uh, TJP says totally rigged, by the way. So I don't know. Does anybody know who that is or what? Eric, Eric seems excited, so I wasn't sure. So All right. I'm just uh, laughing at people's people's comments right. in the text. Fair the enough. Chat. So, uh, yeah, so congratulations on that. And we're actually going to start uh, for our last one here as well, too. Um, I didn't really have a keyword in mind for it. So, uh, 
Bucket hats. Let's see. Bucket, what do you? What bucket you hats. Bucket hats. Bucket hats. Everybody who's seen right. it's rigged. If it was rigged, I would win every time. Tyler lives five minutes away from me, so there it's not go. rigged. Uh, type bucket hats. <laughs> type bucket hats in chat right now for your chance to win. Uh, we'll draw in just a few minutes. Excuse me, draw in just a few minutes. I know it's getting late, guys, uh, so we do want to wrap up with a few last things, and then we'll draw for this last giveaway. All right, so real quick, uh, we're going to hop in and ask where you guys are, uh, what is your next step with your team. I'm going to let you do, like, four sentences max about those two topics. So, Eric, <laughs> why don't you go first? Still prototyping. Uh, decisions soon. Uh I don't know. She said sentences, not words. I mean, you were like going for like a slam poem there, so I, I was. Uh, yeah, I was gonna haiku it, but it didn't happen. So yeah, no. Uh, yeah, we got it. More prototyping now that we have more balls. Uh, a lot of programming for because we really want a really good turret uh, and vision. And then Saturday is Catathon, so manufacturing next week. Mm, that sounds I can't good. Can't believe you're doing a turret. Oh my gosh. We're probably going to end up with a turret on our robot for week five anyway. We keep talking about what upgrades we can do because we're competing week one, three, and five, but week three we're in Ottawa, right? Um, hold on, just I was just trying to lose going to Canada. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to go to Canada. So we're prototyping shooters. I don't know if you can see that, if it's going to play. But we are working, so we're doing testing with our shooter. Yeah, of course, that's not going to play. Stick it um, on your blog later, and everybody can Yeah, I'll put it up. Again. So that's just incentive for everybody to go. To, um, so right now, we're doing testing. So we ordered um, those Fairline wheels. We got four different durometers. So the rest of the week, we're going to be testing to figure out uh, what the best compression, what the best durometer and uh, wheel speed is with four-inch Fairline wheels so we can get a more figure out what's the most consistent shot. Once we have that, we're also prototyping two different ball serializing systems. Um, so you'll be able to see us go through the process of how we do um, just as fast as possible prototyping. So we just come out. So sometimes when we're stuck, we'll just sit down and we'll write some stuff on a, on a whiteboard and we'll kind of try and work through it as quick as possible. So we're doing that through the end of the end of the week. And then, um, sorry. This more than four sentences, and then a uh, climb. We we have hopefully we'll have what we're doing for a climb. We want to go buddy climb. We want to pick somebody up week week one. Uh, we want to get that RP. So we're gonna put out some stuff. Like I said, we're collabing with the Falcons on that one. So I gotta make sure that Josh Miller is gonna get really mad at me if I just publish all that. I'm probably just gonna do it anyway because what's he gonna do? You don't want to break up a good bromance, but um, yeah, I know. That's... I know. And I think the uh, the over the four sentence limit is exactly why you are mentoring the mechanical side of your team and not the chairman. So yes, that's exactly. okay that you went over four. So those all sound like really amazing things. I'm excited to see where you guys end up after this weekend because this is a huge kind of tipping point, it seems like, for both of your teams and I'm sure many others in the Open Alliance along with anybody else who you know, may not be completely stuck. If you are completely stuck, head over to Chief Delphi and you can check out all of the build blogs from these six teams. Um, and I'm sure so many other great resources. It seems like a lot of other teams are starting to post kind of their response to your open alliance posts. So I'm sure there's so much more content that teams can check out that is kind of linked and affiliated to the open alliance discussion. Yeah, it's um, pretty kind of crazy. Like all these teams kind of just snowball. They're like seeing us do it. And this was kind of the goal. Like 
you know, it's called the open Alliance, but we were kind of closed this year to just see what would happen. And knowing that the teams that are in it are dedicated to actually being open. And now we've, we've seen three or four uh, chief Delphi threads pop up being like, because they're doing it, we're going to do it and see what happens. So that's pretty Keep cool. doing it. And if your yeah, mentors, keep... if you're watching this and your mentors don't want to do them, tell them to DM me and I'll convince them that this is beneficial. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, Christine, before we wrap up, can we uh, grab that last question from Pinchy Boy? Yeah, so Pinchy Boy, who has been very active in chat tonight, um, said, speaking on the subject of prototypes, how do you start off the official building of the robot? I feel like our team struggles with making a decision on one idea with several successful prototypes. That is a really good question. Yeah, so we were talking about this. Um, I'm interested to hear Eric's answer, but we were talking about this today. And on Saturday, we're sort of in the morning, we're going to present all of our prototypes. And then we're going to figure out how we're going to make the decision. We don't know, but we're going to publish it. So I'm curious to see what Eric has said, how they go through it. So I try and just give advice on, like I say, we're going to prototype, you know, so we did side-by-side -side shooter, hooded shooter, climbers, all the stuff that are intakes. And I just give ideas on the different types of intakes with the shooters. And I try and stay out of it because the kids will just automatically agree with this. This is my 19th season at first. So I have a lot of, you know, historical knowledge that they, so like mm -hmm. if I put my opinion in it, they just go with it. Like I got a new mentor this year who was our driver in 2015. He was like, I'm just gonna agree with whatever Eric says. And I was like, no, you can't do that. I was like, I need <laughs> you to have your own opinion. So I try and stay out of it even on kickoff. Like I stay in my own corner. And like, I read the rules by myself and I just, I try and stay out of it because they just agree with whatever I say. But there's always a group of us that kind of like know the direction we should go. So like, we'll focus, like we'll get prototypes going and knowing what's really gonna work, we'll kind of try and make those prototypes the focus and, and stuff like that. And so then we'll just continue iterating on the better of the prototypes or the stuff that we know is good for robots. Cause I mean, a ball game is a ball game is a ball game. So like we all know that shooters or certain shooters work, certain types of intakes are really good for balls, but that doesn't mean that students can't learn different things by doing stuff that might necessarily be on the robot. So we're still gaining knowledge, but just because their prototype doesn't end on the robot, they can still pivot once we decide not to use, you know, like last year was suction for the, for the ball and the the disc, we, I knew we weren't going to use section, and yeah, 971 was really successful with it, but that wasn't something that I knew that we could be successful. <laughs> so we still prototyped it, but as soon as we determined, and the students really determined, yeah, this isn't a good idea, they pivoted over to the stuff that we actually did, and then we really focused on that. So like, we prototype a lot. So we had like 12 intake prototypes in 2018. I think we had 10 last year, and the goal of our prototyping is is they start in wood and they progressively cat it better and better and it's polycarb and then aluminum and there might still be polycarb on the final but their final prototype should be good enough that i could put it on a robot and we would be happy about it so yeah, that's that our process is just like prototypes keep getting better and eventually we're like this is good enough for our next event let's make a final version that you know can stand up to the test of time if it's plywood then we'll make it you know robot material and we call it a day so Absolutely. That's process. So we're going to wrap up for tonight. Um, real quick, want to shout out to our last winner, who is Tom, the drive coach of 503. So congrats to Tom. He's got the best dad jokes in all of FRC. So good luck that living way. up to that, Tyler. So um, <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up for Rose. Tyler has no dad jokes. Not yet. He's still a new dad. So he's got to. I, th I thought you were saying he won the giveaway. I'm like, looking at that. I do the drawing. 
Yeah, no, the, the last person that won was Tom from 503. Got he just it. messaged me on the, the Compass Alliance got Slack. It, and he was it. like, it was me, I won. So I'm, I'm glad that he's on tonight. He's one of my favorite people that I met through the Compass Line. So um, so that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Um, I definitely think we need to have both Eric and Dave back on to just talk about all the prototyping things. We're going to first draw for a giveaway. I was going to try to just steal whatever it is we're giving away. Um, <laughs> You're going to steal your own product that you made. <laughs> yeah, that would be um, really bad, There you go. <laughs> yes, we're giving away the friends. Would be as bad as like winning, so. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. Giving away the friends who were about Australia. Uh, once again, the keyword for that was bucket hats uh, in order to win. <laughs> and uh, the uh, winner uh, for this one is Dr. Wuga. Dr. Wuga, congratulations. Uh, you have won. And Dr. Wuga is a sub, so that means lots of rigged emails in chat. We clearly rigged it for Dr. Dr. Wuga to win. Uh, but congratulations. By the way, guys, really why we're doing this, we want you to go and check these out uh, over uh, on Teespring. Uh, we'll give you the links in here. Uh, FRC Teams for Bushfire Relief. The link is in chat. Uh, so once again, go check that out uh, and buy some cool swag, support the Australian Red Cross for the fires. We, guys, we know there's tons of global crises all around the world, by the way. We understand that. Uh, this is one that the team came to us and said, hey, we're, we're looking at doing more with this. Can you help out? And we're delighted to help teams out when they ask uh, the best they can. So if you have a cause or something that your team is interested in, we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, so let us know. Uh, shoot us a message on our Discord or on Facebook or something like that. So uh, lots, lots of cool stuff with that. And uh, good luck uh, to all the teams. I did hear that uh, Teespring might actually be uh, helping promote this in the future, which would be super cool if that happens. So... Uh, so uh, thank you to the teams who are helping uh, step up for the bush, bushfire relief uh, to help out uh, everything that's going on in Australia right now. Yeah, and you should check out all the awesome frog borer swag that's up there, 971. I know neutrons are in the process of putting up some, some apparel there too as well. So we're going to wrap it up for tonight. So a huge thank you to our guests, um, both Dave and Eric, from the Open Alliance and Team 2826 and 6328. Um, and huge thank you to all of you, the fun fans. We rely on you to keep fun going, so please consider subscribing or donating bits on Twitch or pledging your support on patreon.com uh, forward, forward slash Bert's updates now. Um, the most important thing, though, you, that you can do is let people know about us um, and our shows like Roast and Robots. So click that follow button. And we also have a Discord, which is pretty awesome. You can join with over 2,200 other people to talk about the show and other things at discord.gg forward slash first updates now and don't forget to check us out on facebook instagram twitter and the occasional snapchat takeover under first updates now so tyler let us know who helped support the show this evening yeah but in side note uh we didn't do it under first updates now but we did a uh tiktok for robot in three days that audrey one of our hosts was very proud of uh and actually got like four or five hundred followers i think so it was pretty funny what? i'm like i don't really want anything to do with tiktok thank you but I don't apparently even, it was popular i have yet to tiktok yeah, but, yeah. I, kids these days. our students are always tiktok and i'm always yelling at them to stop tiktok and then start getting back to prototyping i don't i don't twitter i don't Instagram. I, I have no idea what TikTok is. Wait, what about Eric? Never, I mean, I've seen. Eric, like, thank you for alienating stuff, half our audience now. Appreciate that. I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
like you're older than I am, Tyler, but I'm sure I'm older than the other two. So like we're old fogies. Yeah, so I, but I work in social media at least. So I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a little bit of an edge on that. Uh, let's read off real quick. Who's uh, helped support uh, Fun State Love Live and Independent. We definitely had a few people uh, step up today and want to give them some great recognition uh, for that. So uh, Dr. Shakalu with the uh, sub. Well, it's all with some bits. First Capital R 3D bits. Uh, Red Litter 342 coming in, giving away five tier one subs and 5,000 bits and a few more later on. TJP503 with the Prime sub uh, and a few others as well. I, for some reason, something's blurred out on mine. But thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, uh, for helping us stay loud, live, and independent. We know we, you know, we know we do have a sponsor, and that definitely helps. But we still need your help a lot to keep this stuff going. And Pesto agrees. Uh, with this as well too so make sure you are uh, uh make sure guys you know we could really use your help i mean we have uh, we broadcast to about one hundred and forty thousand unique people every single year and only a few hundred step up uh if you got that dollar to give we really would appreciate it it means the world to us to know that you appreciate our work uh for this as well as artists and creators of uh, doing this so thank you so much for those who have stepped up to keep first updates now live loud and independent Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. So on behalf of myself and our producer, Tyler, I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. Um, and thanks for our moderators in chat. And a huge thank you to both Dave and Eric for taking time out of their very, very, very busy build season. So we'll see you next time on Roast and Robots and talk to you then. Bye.